Alex Recht opened the meeting in the den with his usual efficiency. Pedder always felt a slight quickening of his pulse when they were gathered there on operational business. The den, or the lion's den, to give it its full name, was what they called the only meeting room they had. Pedder liked the name. He took it for granted that it hadn't been Frederica's suggestion. She was entirely lacking in that sort of imagination and finesse. It was nearly six, and Lillian Sebastiansen had been missing for more than four hours. In view of the fact that she had disappeared in the middle of Stockholm, and in view of her age, this had to be considered a long time. It was clearly beyond all reasonable doubt that she had not gone missing of her own free will. She was far too young to have made her way anywhere unaided, and she had no shoes on her feet. I need hardly remind you that we have a very grave situation here, said Alex grimly, surveying his colleagues. Nobody said a word, and Alex took a seat at the table. Besides Alex, those in attendance were Frederica, Peda, and the team's assistant, Ellen Lind. Also present were some officers from the uniformed branch, there to report on the search of the area around the central station, and a few people from the technical division. Alex started by asking what the search had revealed. The answer was as short as it was depressing. It had revealed nothing at all. Hardly anyone had responded to the appeal over the public address system on the concourse, and talking to the taxi firms had not produced any leads either. The result of the technical check of the train coaches was almost as scanty. It had been hard to secure any fingerprints on site, nor had they found any traces indicating where the girl had got off the train. If it was assumed that she was carried, and was possibly still asleep when she was taken, the task became even more difficult. No traces of blood had been found anywhere. All that they had found, and been able to secure, were some shoe prints on the floor, right by the girl's seat. Alex pricked up his ears when he heard that the train crew said the floors were clean between trips, which meant the prints the technicians had found must relate to the journey in question. The prints were from a pair of Echo shoes, size 46. All right, Alex said briskly. We'll have to see if we get any pointers from the other passengers on the train. He cleared his throat. Has the news gone out to the media yet, by the way? I haven't seen or heard anything. The question was really directed at Ellen, who was the nearest thing the team had to a press officer. She answered, It was on the radio quite quickly, as we requested, and on the web, of course, and an announcement went out through the Central News Agency about an hour ago. We can expect the story to be in all the big national dailies tomorrow. The statement we issued to the media says specifically that we want to hear from all the passengers on that train from Gothenburg as soon as possible. Alex nodded, feeling fairly satisfied. He had no objections himself to turning to the media for help, but he was well aware that putting out the appeal could prove counterproductive. It was the end of July. The summer was raining away, millions of Swedes were off work for the holidays, 
and the newspaper editorial offices were presumably suffering from a total dearth of news. He scarcely dared think what the following day's headlines would be if the girl was not found in the course of the evening, and he scarcely dared contemplate how many members of the public would pick up the phone and ring in with a tip-off. Far too many people had a tendency to imagine that they were in possession of some vital piece of information.